listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday morning. And I'm super excited to welcome back on the program the one and the only Brian Offenther, who's based in Shanghai. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the music scene in mainland China and also some of his tours that's been happening. Welcome back on the program, Brian. It's great to speak to you. Thanks for having me, Noreen. Hope everyone's doing great over there. That's great. Um, so you've been so busy. I'm just trying to keep up with, with, with some of the, the, the events that have been happening. You've been touring in Tinjiang. You went over to Manila and, and you toured there. Perhaps let's start with uh, the, the Philippines first because you went there uh, uh, earlier. Um, how was it? What did you do there? Um, and and uh, what sorts of interesting things did you get up to? Great. Well, I'll just mention that after the Philippines that I got to DJ there, um, that means that um, I've now DJed in 20 countries, including every country in Eastern Asia. So that's Northeast Asia, East Asia, and Southeast Asia. So this one was really special for me. I said 20 countries, 29 countries tall. Wow. Thanks. How does it feel? So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, it was something that I hoped to do a couple of years ago, but I got to catch up with it. And so um, uh, we did it. So very cool. Um, yeah, Philippines was very interesting. I went to two very different parts of the Philippines. The, the first place that I went um, was um, Boracay. And I DJed there um, a couple of different times, but the main gig was February 5th at a cool beachside bar owned by a buddy of mine called Two Brown Boys, named after the owner and his wife's kids, Matt. And uh, yeah, Boracay is a real, I mean, it's a beachside, touristy, chill area. And it's got the famous white beaches over there. And just just really good to hang out. Uh, really good hangout spot. No matter where you are, you're, you're near the beach. And um, it's just a great place to relax and enjoy the sun. Absolutely. Barakai is it's quite a touristy place. When you went there, were people still wearing masks? Did it feel like it was really the end of the pandemic or were people sort of out having a good time? Uh, not necessarily there in Boracay, but in Manila, especially on some of the public transport, uh, you saw a lot of it. But by the time you got out by the more open air in the beaches in Boracay, Everything was pretty chill in terms of that. That's great. Um, I, I asked that because we've just uh, lifted our mask mandate here in Hong Kong. Well, it comes into effect tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, but that means that we don't need to wear any masks uh, indoors or outdoors and no masks on public transport. Um, and you can still wear a face mask at hospitals or care homes at sort of your, your, your discretion. So, I mean, it, it feels good to, to, to mm-hmm. have that option to not wear a mask when, when we're out and about. Because as you know, here in Hong Kong, we've had the strict sort of mask mandate. I think even across the pond in the mainland, you guys didn't need to wear face mask for the longest time. Well, yeah. It, first, we were very, very strict for the longest time. And then, you know, they very quickly on a dime turned. And now there are no mask mandates. They still kind of prefer it in terms of the subways and in hospitals. But... It, it just changed so quickly from overly cautious, super cautious. I know all my friends in the schools 
They were wearing them daily, being tested daily. And then after the protest and after the, uh, the change in policy, as it were, it just changed right away. So there's that. And I'm just really hoping, as someone who likes to travel internationally, that the international airlines will come back. Because at the moment, you know, I just went to the Philippines. There's only one weekly flight between Shanghai and the Philippines. So I had to catch that one. And I'm just I'm hoping the, the flights will, the airlines will catch up. I agree. It's true. Um, I think I think nowadays because there's so many, uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, domestic workers, uh, overseas foreign domestic workers here in Hong Kong, and a lot of the times they they can't fly directly home. They have to transit via Manila in order to get to different parts of the Philippines. So yes, I'm hoping uh, yeah. there'll be more flights available, direct flights. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and speaking of the Philippines and Manila. While I was there, I did some important historical research that I'm going to be following up with. Important the relative term, we say, but it relates to China. So a, a very interesting, important figure in Shanghai uh, music history, and I guess in greater China music history as well, is Whitey Smith. Uh, are you familiar with him at all, um, No, no. Tell me more about him. Whitey Smith was a very interesting, colorful character, and he was the probably the first Shanghai jazz international superstar in terms of being famous in Shanghai and the surrounding area. Now, he did jazz music in America, where he also did boxing. And he was kind of a hustler kind of character. He was in jail. He was out of jail. But in Shanghai, he led a band and he, for example, played at the wedding of Shanghai Shek, and he had a radio show, and he was known for, again, just being a very sort of colorful character. Did he sort and of bring he sometimes jazz considered to himself Shanghai? A man. Yeah, very connected to the Shanghai jazz history. And he, he, he's, he's sometimes called the man who taught China to dance or the man who taught Shanghai to dance. Um, so we're talking about the 1920s here, 1920s and 30s, and he really helped popular, popularize jazz music in Shanghai. And so um, after the invasion and all sorts of, sort of changes that sort of happened, he moved to Manila, where he opened a place called the Towns Tavern. And I was able to look it up on some of the Manila history blogs, and apparently it was a popular place. It was real popping, and people love to hear Whitey tell his stories. But there, he obviously didn't achieve the same sort of success that he did in Shanghai. But they had the address listed for his establishment that had live jazz music. And so me and a buddy of mine, Sven, who lives part-time in Manila, we went over there to check out the address uh, right along United Nations Avenue. And while it uh, no longer houses his venue, it was cool to kind of see the spot where it was. And I hope to follow up and try to find some more information like his obituary, because we do believe he died in Manila, but we're not 100% sure. Oh, that'll be interesting. So this to be continued to investigate uh, to, to the man who sort of brought jazz music to, to, to Shanghai. Your listeners are interested and want to read. Yeah. If you guys want to read a really good book. Yes. The Hong Kong and everywhere, but it, he was kind of the impetus for that. And uh, the 
Uh, we're going to look for his obituary, but we were able to find the address where his bar was in Manila, and hopefully in some of the information there, we might be able to find some more information as pertains to China and jazz music. And if you want to read a really cool book, the name of his autobiography, which is just jazz lingo and colorful language, is called I Didn't Make a Million, How I Brought Jazz to China. It's by Whitey Smith. Okay. I Didn't Make a Million. It's really worth checking out. Okay, well, yeah. oh, that that one is in, in, in the archive. We'll, we'll have to check that book out. Um, and so then after the Philippines, you'd had, you fit in another tour as well, this time to, Tin, uh, to Tianjin. H- have you been there before, Brian? And what was your trip there like? That was my first time um, to Tianjin. Um, I'm really trying to knock out so I can have said that I've DJed in all the provinces and municipalities and autonomous zones in China. And Tianjin is a municipality, so I now DJed in all of them. And after that, in my next city, that means I only have five provinces left to DJ in all of them in China, plus two autonomous zones. But we're almost there, so I'm knocking them out. So Tianjin, though, was it's my first time there. And what was your experience like? Every time you go and DJ at a new place, you often try the local delicacies. <laughs> Did you try anything interesting? Yeah. Uh, what was the and what was the club scene like? Yeah, so that show was really cool. It was um, uh, something that I kind of was the impetus for, but my buddy who lives in Beijing in Tianjin named Eric, who's a, a, a oi punk rock kind of guy, he put together like a punk show. So I DJed at this really cool um, uh, punk event, and uh, it had uh, Kids Factory and the Brewers were this really great Beijing punk band. They went over there. And, you know, Tianjin is just kind of opening up and getting the Beijing bands in. And so the, the show was called Punks Back to Tianjin, and it was on February 17th, 2023. And Tianjin is most famous for its breakfast. So um, played that show, and early the next morning, I got the famous John Bing, which... Um, you know, is is all over China. Do you know what I mean by that? It's like a breakfast sort of pancake wrap. No, it, it, describe it a little bit. It's, it, it's is it savory? Yeah. So, um, it's it's like it's the it's like a breakfast burrito type situation where they have like um, some flour and they usually put an egg in and um, some garlic or some other vegetables in there and maybe like a, a bread item inside, maybe some meat. And, it, and they wrap it up together, and you, you put it in a paper, and you eat it. And the closest thing is like a breakfast burrito. And they're all over mainland China. You can get them every street corner in the morning in, in Shanghai. And it's one of those situations where it just shows how ignorant and silly I am. I was like, all right, I've had these a million times just getting breakfast in the morning. How much better are they going to be in Tianjin? And nope, they were great. I had one, and they really put a, a couple different extra spices. They put a little bit more time into it, and it was something like five kwai, something like you know six Hong Kong dollars or something really small, but it was delicious. So that was Tian, what Tianjin is known for, and that's what I had. It's so tasty, right, Brian? I also know you sent over a couple of songs uh, for our listeners to to have a listen. Um, which one should we start off first? Well, um, I mentioned. I was in Manila, and um, that was a really great place. I DJed at a place called Pura Vida, 
and there was a couple other DJs um, there. Ras Taro, who is a reggae MC and a DJ, and I hung out with Naomi, who's a Psytrans DJ. But uh, someone who helped me um, with the gig at Pura Vida there, which is a Costa Rican reggae-themed place, very interesting, his name is Lucas Floyd. And he's got a really great track that I was able to check out. It's Lucas Floyd featuring Solo Cal. The, the song's name is... Come my way. Here it is, come my way. Uh, a lot. And I know we've got time for one more song um, also. Uh, what's this next track then? Sure. So this next track is very uh, pan-Asian flavored. Namui, who's from Malaysia, featuring DJ Soda, who's from South Korea and of course, we're in the year of the rabbit, and this song uh, has kind of like a, a Shanghai jazz flavor feel to the music video, which I really enjoy, and kind of a jazzy feel to the sound, too, and it's called I Love You, Too. <laughs> I love that, the play on the word, too, like rabbit in Mandarin. Uh, before I play that song, yeah. we've got 30 seconds. Um, Brian, what are you up to? It, it, you know, c- c- um, How can our listeners follow more about you and your work, and what will you be up to these next uh, couple of weeks? Thanks. Um, I just went, uh, the other place I went to was Baoding, China, where I had Donkey Burger, and but this weekend I'm heading to Hangzhou, but your listeners should check me out on Mixcloud or Facebook at Brian Offenther. We have the Critical Music Club every Sunday where we're talking about music, and it's a great discussion online with people from all around the world. That's the Critical Music Club on Facebook. Check it out. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Have a lovely week, Brian, and I look forward to uh, chatting with you uh, in the next month. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Nareen. And this is Namui featuring DJ Soda with I Love You Too.